is Miller Pike, and you're joining us for the fifth, fifth mini episode mm-hmm. here with my lovely technical producer, Artic Pishke. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, someone, oh my God, someone recently um, was like, I feel like if you've been on a podcast more than once, you like, you have a podcast. Like, and oh, I, I, I didn't want to accept it. <laughs> I didn't want to come to terms of, am I a podcaster? Exactly. Especially with everything. Podcasters are getting slandered on so, Twitter. So <laughs> it's right so now. funny. And I like, I, I love the podcast community and I <laughs> don't know how to connect to it because I like no. the interviewing yeah. The podcast is simply the medium with which to release the interview. Right, right. So, so you're not a Joe Rogan fan. <laughs> um, that used to be so. When it, shout out to my uh, bestie Natasha. That used to be her opener on dating apps. Hey, if we, were, if we, I think she said something like, "If we were on a 12-hour road trip, mm-hmm. what is the podcast?" And you would put on, and obviously, like Joe Rogan. Eh, He's gone. He, He's this man gone. is gone. Uh, this man is right. unmatched. Um, but like some some of the responses were. I remember there was one guy who was like, "I simply would not go on a twelve hour road trip. We would be on my private jet." What? <laughs> Sorry to Natasha for just slandering her DMs. <laughs> I want I want to find the next West Elm Caleb. I'm yeah. here to slander oh. random strangers if, that I've met on dating apps. If West Elm Caleb had come into my life, oh. Oh man, I'm looking I would for him never right st- now. If he listens to this podcast, I'll date you. Like I, I think that you were wrong. No, and- you will not self sabotage with a West Elm Caleb. He just wanted to be a slut, and he got caught, and he did it badly. But I don't think he did anything worthy of defamation. Less slutty about making playlists. I'm so sorry. Okay, but making one playlist for a bunch of people okay that's a little slutty slutty. (laughs) uh like waking up at one person's house and then going on a date to another person slutty i aspire i i need a shower like what he should shower i do i promote you know personal hygiene between (laughs) i hope he showered but otherwise look so Artie, (laughs) are you a podcaster I guess I am. I was just like Fuck. the other week. I was like talking shit. I was like Jay Diaz and X Y and me. Like ha ha ha. Joe Rogan. Ha ha ha. Like they suck. And now now I'm one of them. So I gotta watch. My oh mouth. yeah. No, you're you're the Joe Rogan of AP Studio. I'm the Joe Rogan of. I'm the Jay here with the hard hitting facts. Here with the hard hitting facts. Actually, like I I do um. Uh, I, I feel very, like I podcast similarly to him uh, <laughs> off the cuff because I just say unhinged. things and I'm like, look it up. And then I look it up and I can't find anything. And I'm like, oh, go go to incognito mode. <laughs> That'll help. Oh, my God. I'm having a good laugh. We've I'm, gotten off topic. I'm a little loopy. No, <laughs> okay. it's fine. Um, so uh, we had a great response to our Avery Savage episode, which we oh, dropped amazing. in collaboration with his number 12 combo, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome. And yeah. uh, shout out Avery. He uh, did a really lovely job of promoting us on his page. And oh, I know yeah. we talked a lot about like taking that promotion off of the internet, but it was <laughs> super nice of him to like give shout outs and actually mm-hmm. like posted some snippets from the podcast and gave people opportunity to like ask for the link uh-huh. so very cool shout out um 
And I really liked that episode. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good one. It was full of so much interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, I love that one. And he's got a big brain. What and a charming guy. What a charming guy. Charming what a guy. fella. Huh. Um, something I was... <laughs> Something I was talking about with my mom was that she, I think she was probably the first person to get me to take the Myers-Briggs oh, yes. <laughs> uh, personality test. Yeah. Um, and I'm an ENTJ, which yeah. is a commander. Right. Yeah. Right. I do love, it's like, it's just that one website that has like the little animated characters. I very much related to it. I so love I'm okay. them. <laughs> <laughs> I am an INFP for uh, those who subscribe. We're like the two most, um, uncommon what's the word i'm looking I for i think they say Rare. that about all of them <laughs> i think they, my mommy whatever, told me i was special <laughs> whatever you get they say only like 0.01 percent of the population is this and there's only like 16 Wait, of them or you're something. an infp i'm yeah. pretty sure my brother is an infp i feel like i mean a I lot, feel like of, a lot of brothers are. <laughs> no, no i feel like infps i want to retake it because i think i've changed i think infps or wet blankets. <laughs> oh, no. They're the mediators. Roasted INFPs here on yeah. AP Studio 5. Uh, but I don't, think, I don't think I'm an introvert. I, I Actually, when you guys were talking about that, I was thinking about that because you were both saying that you're... Extroverts who recharge by being, being alone. alone. Right. Um, which is <laughs> funny. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think that I'm an introvert who recharges with people because I don't like to be social but if i'm alone oh yeah if you're isolated yeah yeah, yeah. i need like i just need to be in a crowded room and to just sit there and and then i'll be good just garden state your little butt off Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, garden state my little butt (laughs) off i need to be in a crowded subway car with like you like to be alone with people i do that's not even a joke that sounds great (laughs) i genuinely want that just a cold drink and a large crowd yeah (laughs) no that sounds nice uh so that anonymity with with people kind of like yeah we actually we just interviewed ernest brockenberry shout Mm -hmm. out his episode is coming out next week he was expressing being on a roof and being like alone with the whole city around you <sighs> you have a nice or you had a nice roof i don't know about your new place you had a nice roof i am situation unable to disclose whether i go on my roof currently or not <laughs> any landlords <laughs> listening to this <laughs> i never you're a thief roof? number one <laughs> all right edited <laughs> so an interesting fact about myers briggs that are lovely <laughs> our lovely research assistant um yes. h conley uh, found for us mm-hmm. um, something that I thought was fascinating was um, the director of the OSS, which was the Office of Strategic Services, which was like a precursor to C- the CIA, used it to match covert operatives in World War II to the missions best suited to their personality types. Right, and that's and that's relevant now because we're in war. Uh, yeah, we are. We are definitely in war times in war again. Times. Yeah, we're usually in war times. Yeah, we're always in war times. Yeah, uh, it just depends on uh, how many wars and how much of the time. Right. <laughs> I think we're both a little loopy. I love it. Uh, I like the energy. I um, hope no one gets their news from this podcast. Oh no, God! I hope. So. <laughs> I hope someone's like, we're at war. Um, I had other points to make <laughs> about about, about <laughs> Myers Briggs. Oh, I just thought that that was interesting because I remember like taking the Myers Briggs in college. Um, and yeah. then putting us together in groups based on our Myers-Briggs. And I was like, oh, fuck, it, I'm with I a mean, bunch of losers. No, <laughs> um, no uh, like when I, I went to a, 
infamously went to a Waldorf school. Um, Me too. What? What? How have we never talked about this? That's crazy. We baked bread. Yeah, I baked bread. I I was in handwork and we we knit dolls. Yeah. Holy shit. How have we never talked about this? (laughs) crazy. It's like a huge part of my identity also. That's, um, wait, so did you get... Did you get like put into categories as a child? Yeah, yeah. I think th- was it like by colors? I only did it when I was really, really little. Um, they they never told me, but my parents told me after the fact that it was like the four humors, and I was like melancholic. <laughs> Woof. I, yeah, and you're like, a, you know what I'm gonna do? It, I'm gonna live in cold, dark places my whole life. We're coming back to the to the wet towel statement. Ah, so yeah, okay. Uh, okay. all of my personality traits, other than Sagittarius, which I think is like why I identify, why I love astrology. Is like mm. Sagittarius is cool yeah. as fuck. Yeah, y'all crazy. Ooh, running around I traveling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say off the cuff shit. <laughs> Everything else that's like personality test about me, it's like, are you are you depressed? doing okay? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess I am. And Thriving like, bestie. Sucks. <laughs> no, that's so funny. Yeah. I uh all of my like person whatever. I don't know. There's, there's a bunch of new ones now too. I don't know. My mom prescribes to a couple of them. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah all mine are like you think a lot of yourself <laughs> that's great well that's very leo yeah well you know, exactly it's like it comes back around i know but i'm always like i mean <laughs> i do think i'm the shit but i'm also extremely insecure so like be yeah. nice to me though <laughs> um oh, yeah. something else that i wanted to touch on just a little bit from avery's episode was mm-hmm. um like i guess Rom- uh, new york being like romanticized in film Um, actually just now in Ernest's episode, which will be coming out next week again, we were talking a lot about kind of like New York being the destination for so many people and him kind of realizing that as a native New Yorker and kind of wrestling with his identity with or without the city. Mm -hmm. And like, for me, it was definitely the destination. I visited here first when I was 13. I recently Mm -hmm. found a bunch of those pictures. I am so baby. Oh, I want to see them. We'll post them. I'll post them. I was going to come here and I was going to get discovered. You're going to go to Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I actually, I wrote this down in my notes and H is going (laughs) to really going to be like, what do you want me to research on this? But I just wrote down like, how many city kids stay in the city? Just curious. Whoa. Oh, Um, yeah. That would be an interesting statistic. The idea of living like within driving distance of my parents terrifies me. Oh, Um, yeah. But if I grew up in the city, I, you know. Might be different. I would. would. Yeah. And I don't think I'd want to. And I I know a lot of people who grew up here and are still here. And um, yeah, I mean, like, where the fuck do you go? Like, either you either you (laughs) completely go complete opposite and you live like in the woods or like own a farm somewhere Uh or you go to like Berlin, like or London, (laughs) the the new Brooklyn, the the new Bushwick, the new Bushwick. (laughs) Berlin's getting like real Bushwicky. Oh my God. (laughs) No, but like that's Um, kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I mean like, I think it's beautiful to grow up somewhere and love it and stay there. I'm just like, I'm curious, especially since I don't know. I don't want to spoil the next episode. What are the rules on this? <laughs> we can we can exploit the next episode. Okay. Our podcast. <laughs> well, Ernest, you're a podcaster. <laughs> oh God, we make our own rules, podcasters. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Ernest uh, w- went to Texas. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, it's I feel like yeah. a couple people I've not known that they had some Texas 
roots. Yeah, he has Ernest has family in Texas, and it was kind of interesting. I always love to hear like outside perspectives on what Texas is like to, for yeah. them. Last time I went to Texas, um, I was sat between two Turkish guys who mm-hmm. got wasted hell yeah and tried to get me drunk as well um (laughs) and finally they got cut off by the flight attendants and they were coming back from new york to dallas they lived in dallas Uh and um they love dallas they hate new york (laughs) they have to do work here and they hate new york and they love dallas and i was like huh never understood interesting i'm not shitting on dallas at all it's been it was a great place to call home and it's a great place to like revisit but yeah it was kind of interesting hearing Ernest um talk about growing up and living in new york and then moving to texas and kind of that being like a secondary home Mm -hmm. yeah super interesting i've never been to texas um we should go. You've never been to Wisconsin, have I've you? never been to Wisconsin. We should just do a little free little Friday. wife swap. Yeah, a little wife swap. <laughs> <gasps> wife swap is on Hulu. Uh, just it's so you all know, so good. I f- <laughs> I actually follow one of the families on TikTok. They like are amazing. Still, I think That's she like great. the daughter like moved back home during COVID and like knits and crochets all this great oh, stuff. Yeah. And her dad models it. And like they were just like they Aww. were the wacky family to probably like a very straight Republican family. That's how goes i know i love it yeah yeah i knew a family that was on wife swap you did yeah yeah um Um, yeah apparently my friend uh that because i thought people like signed up for it no they find you they like find wacky families yeah and and my friend like has a pretty like liberal um family uh, like women's studies mom jewish dad and so, and when you put those together and they're like, who's the polar opposite? It's like not going to be good. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's know? like racist? <laughs> yeah. Question mark? <laughs> Potentially like anti-Semitic, like misogynist. Oh. It's going to be bad. And so they were like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think, I think I would have loved it. I would have been like, whatever. All press is good press. And my brother would have like straight up murdered the mom. Like I think committed I w- homicide. I would be, I would just be like one of the kids who, who is allowed to do a bunch of stuff. And then all of a sudden I have rules yeah. and I'll be a fucking brat about it. Yeah. I didn't have many rules. I mean, I, I didn't have many rules growing up that were like hard and fast like that. We were no. just kind of like a lot of mutual respect and that kind of stuff, which was awesome. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, the opposite to my family would be like, southern baptist republican yeah. like yeah mi- misogyny and yeah no way opposite to fi- my family would be like like sports fanatics and like probably just super religious and yeah i would oh not thrive not thrive i'd be okay with sports but like the religion thing was <sighs> organized religion yeah. horrifies me it's terrifying ter- terrifying, terrifying. Me. uh we were also talked a lot obviously on avery's episode about like adhd and yeah. kind of like working with adhd and making it work for you and i really loved his um ideas of creating a project like combo that can keep his focus yeah you know because it it can be week to week whatever mm-hmm. month to month whatever he wants it to be mm-hmm. like I, I i loved that everything in some it's the name of the podcast yeah. um and i i thought that was super cool and like it reminded me of uh kathy and i 
comedy partner shout out kathy bloom kathy bloom very funny um had a podcast called random uh which kind of served the same purpose of like random could be anything yeah it's like stories scripts Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff yeah Mm -hmm. i i think it's i mean that's kind of what's been nice about this is that like my focus can be redirected every month to a different person to you know connecting with that person blah blah blah. obviously Mm -hmm. a little bit similar format but Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely think that you know I I know like I think my mom would feel comfortable with me talking a little bit about you know her clay work and like keeping it interesting for her and also like I know we've we've both talked about this a lot about like sort of stripping capitalism away from my work and like her work especially Mm -hmm. because like obviously pottery is a quote-unquote like craft Mm -hmm. you know and um, a lot of pottery is obviously beautiful and usable and yeah um and she's like you know what I just really like if I like it good enough everyone else get fucked which I'm like shout out mom love that yeah that's true art well and I also just feel like I'm hearing that more and more like we heard from Mm-hmm. from so many people and like Avery spoke to just like put it out there and like if mm-hmm. nobody watches whatever you put it out there mm-hmm. like just shooting it off um when it's done you know just shoot it off god I hope one day we yeah. can like we can all just make art and not have to worry about capitalism <laughs> we'll see <laughs> um uh so what do you have anything coming up that you're pumped about i know you've you had a couple shows this last month uh shout out to adult film yeah adult film that was amazing love you guys um also i think what by the time this airs i would have done the fundraiser for human flower productions um when that uh, art book comes out like definitely check it out uh mostly just you know thesis is continuing um and graduation imminent so so it can't be imminent enough really (laughs) and um the gofundme is still active and probably still in my bio we still need money uh always need money so uh check it out it's it's for a good cause amen it's for art paying artists a a reasonable wage yeah and hopefully equitable equitable yeah yeah which is kind of like the goal. A lot of what we've been talking about is like taking that support to the next level, you know, whether it's in person going to a show and paying for a ticket or, mm-hmm. you know, supporting so that the show can happen, blah, blah, right. blah. Right. You know, if you and, listen to yeah. this podcast or listen to, you know, any podcast for free, consider donating to different causes for artists. Please, please. do. Yeah. And, and these, uh, a lot of the participants we're working with, um, they're at varying stages in artistic processes. Some of this is, would be like the first time they'd be paid for something artistic. Um, some of them are seasoned professionals, but it's it's uh, also toward the goal of getting a brick and mortar home for Bridges for Life. And uh, Tatiana has some incredible uh, visions for that, about it uh, being a place for uh, members of the TGNC surviving sex work community to stay, to, um, have, uh, safe interactions with clients, to learn life skills. Super cool. Um, uh, you should definitely check out the GoFundMe. We talk about it more there. Woo. Check that out. Link will be in the show notes. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Art, thank you so much for being here. We'll check back in next month. Uh, thank you for having me. You're a podcaster now. Oh. I dub thee. AP Studio Files.